Yep, number 11. Okay, we're rolling. Let's do it ad hoc, you know, as we say in a... Let's do it. <laughs> Let's just do it. Okay, Trinidad and Tobago Computer Society Podcast number 11, August 19, 2006. Welcome to, to the 11 podcast from the Trinidad and Tobago Computer Society. Well, let's see what's, what, what's, topics. what topics we have we're going to talk about today. Well, topics. Google Maps. That's right. Uh, Google Maps. Um, well, sorry. Wikimap Appear, which, takes, which, is a, which is an extension of Google Maps. True. But let's talk about Google Maps because they're the ones that are providing the satellite imagery. Uh, what, what they have done is they have apparently updated, well, unfortunately, not quite all of Trinidad, but only parts of Trinidad. In, in greater detail. So what they've done is primarily along the east-west corridor, Point Pair, Miaro, and down by the five islands, they have done an up they have upgraded the satellite details. When you, when you say, oh, okay, you're saying Google has, yeah. has taken better pictures. Yeah, okay. but much higher resolution. You can see the cars, you know, you can zoom down to, to the car, to, to see cars and so on, and you know you can identify various t- items. Okay, hold on. I think we just need to do a quick introduction. Who's here today? We have Dave, our yeah, the resident uh, guru. Yeah. We have Mike. There are the uh, panel board. Richard. Richard. Finally oh, online. The store board. <laughs> oh, he's online. Woo! Windows, folks. The power. And me, Paul Wozick, a little guest appearance. And it only took an hour to get online. Only an hour. You guys (laughs) kicked in the chest. (laughs) Problems. Giving you some hell. So, Wiki, well, Google Earth, now giving us some very good resolution. You can see the houses and buildings. You can see cars. That's right. You can't see people yet, but... No, you no. can see people. But it's, but it's quite identical. You can see all the roads and so forth. You can see people's roofs. You can yeah. identify people by their houses. Yeah. That's what, probably what the neat thing about Google Maps is that there's so many different mashups that uh, other websites can use. Uh, one of them is uh, wikimapia.org. Oh, you mean a mashup is uh, you, take, you take Google, Google Maps, yeah. and you create a third-person application that runs Cor- on top of it. Correct. Yeah. I mean, there have been several websites that, you, for example, you can set up, a, like, say, how many people have listened to the TTCS podcast? You can set up what are called Flapper. Yeah, and, and I remember somebody was saying in Chicago, all the murders that were happening there, he did a, put it on Google Maps so that you could see, That's okay, right. these are the bad areas, don't that's right. So you can over, so you can use Google Maps data and, and and overlay your own data on it, or allow users to put, input their own data to put on on top of Google Maps. So, but what 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 is of interest is uh, wiki what uh, for us anyway is uh, wikimapia.org, and what they have, what it allows you to do is allow you to basically add places to display your satellite maps. So how it works is that well, first you go over Trinidad. That's right. Well, yeah. Actually, it's for the entire world. It's meant for the entire world. We're primarily interested in Trinidad, I guess. There's a world outside of Trinidad? Hey. How about that? So you can just basically hi- just yeah. draw, draw, draw a rectangle on the screen to highlight a place, give it a description, and then... Create a little, you draw a little box, set your area, and then you put a little description. And, and you can also tag it. So like you can see, okay, this is a school, this is a restaurant. Cinema. You know, cinema. So what happens now? Other other users can now browse to it using just only their web browser, and just do various searches. Okay, I want to see all the schools. Show me all the 
police stations. Oh. So, you know, that kind of stuff. So, but is it, the neat thing is that anybody can contribute to it. So, in fact, it's been quite, quite a lot of activity already, you know, in the areas that have been um, for the higher resolution areas of Trinidad. You know, various a lot of various buildings have already been identified and so on, and anybody could now could join in and edit. It's a very simple process. And you know what's scary about this is like if you wanted maps of Trinidad before, you had to pay a lot of money and you had to sign um, an exclusivity agreement saying you couldn't use this for public use or stuff like that, you know. And then Google just comes along and you know, it blows everybody out of the water, at least in Trinidad, you know? Yeah. They don't have, well, I don't know how we can do things like, um, actually, no, that's not true. With Google Earth, which is a downloadable program for, actually available for Windows, Linux, and Macintosh, by the way, you can add third-party overlays. So, in fact, one overlay is for a car tracking system that Anil, unfortunately not here today, showed us last week. Basically, you can input the GPS coordinates, and you can then have it shown where it is on, on the satellite map of Trinidad. Sorry, is it a website or is it an app you use? Uh, it's a, it's a, well, how should I put it? You, you'd have to, you have to log in, mm -hmm. right, to say, okay, I want to access the, my car coordinates. I can't remember the car manufacturer. And I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. And he probably put, put a link. Sorry, you're saying so that a particular brand of car has a tracking unit. Yeah. And uh, if you want to track your car... You can do it? Yeah, yes, you can do it. Because it has a, basically has a GPS unit. And what it is is that it will log in and then get the GPS coordinates. And it, you basically, what, what, what do you call it? A KML file. Mm -hmm. And basically, it's like an overlay on mm -hmm. your, within Google Earth. And you could then foresee where your car is okay. on, 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 on uh, Internet. This is a feature for um, what happens when you get lost. Right? <laughs> the only thing I, I, I think know. More importantly, it's, it's for single guys who don't want to ask where they're going, right? <laughs> no, because, I mean... Because it's, if, there's, if there's going to be somebody, if you're married, your wife is going to say, roll down the window and ask that guy. <laughs> you don't want to do that. No, that makes you look bad, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm a married guy, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I mean, in America... Uh, but now that, now that you have a laptop, and if you have, uh, like, Wi-Fi access, you can open up this and... Do a search. I know, but uh, I mean, eventually <laughs> we want to have, G you know, GPS units in the car, like um, mm -hmm. Tom Tom, like they have in the states, and you just drive, and it shows you the map, and it shows you where you're going, and this is a step towards that. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's no map data, there's no map data associated at all with the Google's maps, mm -hmm. and that there's no street data, there's no anything. Correct. So that's what, we, we, so Wikimap is a good step in, well, at least in the interim, mm -hmm. you know, because at least allows anybody to annotate various locations and allows people to even correct it so it's it's, a, it's like a wiki of sorts it is a wiki in a way but really truly this is meant it's just it's just meant it has a, just a simple text and description but you can put a link and say hey if, you know if it's a business place or you know or whatever you can actually pimp your own uh, business or, or put your phone numbers hey yeah. put your phone numbers in there yeah. you know because then with, with the ubiquity of cell phones hey just call the person and say hey I want this or that or the other KFC where's the nearest one yeah. where's yeah. the nearest royal castle you know important stuff you know? <laughs> vital decisions that need to be made but yeah you know this especially if you're a tourist right and you don't know Trinidad um, yeah and I mean this morning I was by my sister's place a stranger walks in through the gate and we're like uh, you, sorry Hello. Oh, this is not um, Alfredo Street. You say no, no, no. <laughs> You're in the wrong place. He's with a street map, and he's walking to the wrong place. You know. Mm. 
people it get lost in this country very easily and uh, yeah. catching hell. But that, it, it may have something to do with not having street signs. True, yes. Uh, but so, it, yeah, but now if you have if you, with the computer and the inter- internet access, mm-hmm. I suppose reasonably fast internet access. I guess on dial-up this will be kind of slow and so on because with the satellite imagery, you know, you can pull up information and say, "Hey, look, now, you're here." You now, I, f- I find this is pretty fast here, Dave. I really don't. Well, this is DSL. I'm I'm using DSL. Yeah, here, yeah. So For the dial-up, you'll have to suffer. But uh, and it's all within your browser, you know. So once you have your Firefox browser, hey, you're set. You know what is interesting? It could be an interesting app as well. The advent of GPS phones is um and um like a internet access through cell phones. You know, it'd be great if you had your cell phone and you can actually track where you're going. You know, and with this mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know. There's a a peer version of Google Earth. Mm-hmm. You can overlay your GPS uh, device. I don't know about cell phones, but your Actually, GPS device and, you know, uh, input your GPS coordinates. Right now, you know, I'm, our, our company, we're working on an app. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tell too much, but basically we have a cell phone and it accesses the web and right. it brings up web pages and, and it works, you know. Um, um, so, but, I mean, you know, if you want to, like, and they talk about cell phones being able to access services, whether it be bank information or stocks or weather. So, I mean, it's happening now, you know. Mm-hmm. If people out there can write uh, internet, cell phone-friendly web pages, you, you can start a business, I think, you know. Maybe, um, maybe it's I think right now we need to concentrate on actually getting voice over <laughs> cell phone. Now, with Digicel, the internet works, right? You have a Digicel phone, right? Yeah, but it doesn't have internet. I mean, it's, it's a little too simple to actually use internet uh, services. Really? Really? Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, the, the Samsung. Uh, well, yeah, that's game. your phone. Hold on. Well, that's the phone capabilities here we talk. No, about. but I mean, you're supposed to get internet through your yeah, cell phone. Yeah, I mean, if I had a more more sophisticated phone with, with GPRS and all that other stuff, I could probably connect. Okay, yeah, but yeah. but basically, let's say you want to access Google through your cell phone, you can do it. This doesn't have a browser. It doesn't have a browser. Oh, okay. Okay. It is a very very basic phone. I have oh. a I, my old phone that that has internet. Yeah, no. I mean, all the new, f- all the phones seem to get it now. So I'm thinking, you know, it's just another step. Probably don't need the, b- the basic model ones, the, yeah. the cheap ones. Probably don't. I don't want to get too far off, but it'd be nice to say I want to get from where I am now to KFC, and the f- cell phone will actually talk you through it. And mm. you know, that, that, well, I think that's still a far, quite a bit way off, though. Okay. At least two two years, I would say. Well, well, at least as far as. A certain provider is concerned, but as far as the provider that he mentioned, um, pro- they probably would be able to handle that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, Digicel is planning to launch their, their uh, internet service, but we will get to that uh, topic. Wait a minute, I, I wish I had my Digicel phone so I could prove to you all that I, the internet access is working now. But It does. It, it does. does. Okay. It does. Okay. I mean, I, I know that demonstrated it to me as well. He has a digital phone. Okay. okay. And, uh, Maybe we'll leave that to our next meet, yeah. meeting. Okay. Why are you without a digital phone? You know you're going to end in some spot of, 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 the, of the country where the other provider just simply won't, your calls won't get through. So, mm. I mean, that is supposed to be... Uh, now, I mean, you know, hold on. <laughs> I don't know if I should go off the air on this, but um, you know my my uh, my better half works for the, the other provider. <laughs> so you know one of the other providers. Yeah. So I can't. You know. You I poor child. Yeah. I, I, you so know, you're I, not allowed I, to I can't bad talk them. No, I can't. I, did you tell us? You know. That's that's that's. The, <laughs> see, I'm saying this here, so you can see the. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why you have one of their phones. <laughs> 
Caught. Okay. <laughs> We're not, I'm not on trial here. <laughs> Let's move on. <sighs> yes. Okay. Next topic. Uh, the Telecom Authority has released a. Ah, that's a, the mouthful of a title here. Let me say it in one go. The Spectrum Fund for the Accommodation. Oh, oh, before we finish with my wiki map. Oh, okay. That's I good. just want people go to the website www.wikimapmapia.com or one word. Was mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it dot com or dot org? Dot org actually. Actually, dot org. Okay, and go and fill in. Fill in the sites. It's very yeah. easy. Actually, it's a, it's, we also I also put it up on our main page, so we can, you know, let's mm-hmm. let's go to our main page right now, and, and uh, there's a link there to to the wikimap wikimapia.org. That's ttcsweb.org. I'm gonna big up Richard because he was the guy. He's he's and he's he was the one who's been putting some of these um things on the map here. Yeah, I've been adding adding as well. You know, right? Yeah. So Richard Hamill Smith, not me. Okay. Yes. So. You know, go you if you know your area, wherever it be Shigwanas, and you can fill in your stuff, go ahead. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, ju- you know what? What are the KFC, the police station, the churches, bridges, etc. Don't don't do people's houses like kind of rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but, uh, but even if you, well, I think it's also very just just need to just go to the just use go to Google Maps and just see the um, satellite imagery. I think because I, I don't think it will. For most people, they've never seen really satellite imagery of this sort at all. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to when Port of Spain gets like this. You know, because then you could really start well. Yeah, because Richard was like, so, and he did call people and, hey, come inside, look, 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 there's so and so and so. And they're like, wow. Yeah. Can I find my house? Is this live? They're thinking, can I go outside in the room? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> but but they're like blown away, you know? Yeah, and, it's amazing stuff, yeah. And, you know, this is something we've never had before in, in this country. I'm sure, you know, the developed countries had this. And like, oh, uh, it's all old, old, old news. yeah. But, sorry. We're, okay, we've been... Wrap it up. Okay. So, visit org and start filling in as much as you can. Keep it, you know. Yep. Make 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 blanket Trinidad with all the spots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Next topic. Next topic. Okay. Telecom Authority has published, and it's a mouthful of a title. Let me just say it in one go. The quote spectrum plan for the combination of broadband wireless access services. For unquote. Right. Say that ten times fast. fast. <laughs> Okay. Oh, the spectrum plan for the combination of broadband wireless access services. The okay, go on. Uh, never serve alcohol in a podcast. Anyway, good. Um, <laughs> note to self. Note to self. So what the title means, it talks about... Uh, we'll call it SPABWAS. S-P-A-B-W-A-S. SPABWAS. That's right. right. That's very good, actually. Cool. Yeah, good, good point. Spabwas. Certainly easier to say. Yeah. So, so Spabwas um, basically talks about the various frequencies uh, for that can be used for broadband access. And two frequencies that are very important are the 2.4 gigahertz and 5.8 gigahertz, which is used by Wi-Fi, 802.11b, G, and the 5 gigahertz, 5.8 gigahertz, uh, 802.11a. And then I think the future... 802.11n, I believe. I think that's n. Okay. Yeah. So well, I mean, they haven't said they haven't decided if if um, Wi-Fi is illegal or legal yet, and this is gonna. That's right. So uh, yes, well, let's you can back. Let me back up about it because previously last year, uh, the Ministry of Public Admin and Information published a document regarding 
um, regarding the exemption of licensing of systems operating in 2.4 and 5.8. But it was a kind of a convoluted type thing. Basically, what the, what the ministry proposal was, was that two, you can only use 2.4 within your own premises. You cannot use 2.4 outside, outside of your premises. Okay. That was illegal. And, you know, you could, you know, and, but 5.8 was 802.11a was allowed, you can lose it anywhere. Since then, and people... So, it was, it was, it was kind of a, sorry, it was a kind of a retrograde kind of step, because um, 802.11b equipment is pretty much standard on all laptops now. You know, it's very, very, 802.11a is much rarer. Mm -hmm. Though I think my laptop supports A, B, and G, but... Oh, okay. Bling laptop. We okay. don't. So, and, and so it was, a, it was a kind of silly... Uh, I won't say silly, but just misguided, I, okay, I just yeah. think. And I mean, just on your premises, I mean, in my house, you know, I pick up like th several different, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of Wi-Fi networks already out there. People are buying Wi-Fi wi uh, routers. And, and that being switches. said, I remember saying people picking up ministry and government Wi-Fi hotspots. I mean, yeah. you know, the government's... Yeah. So, you, you know, it's, it's already in wide use already, you know. For those of you who are interested, if you want to find out more about the policy, you can go to our webpage, and there's actually a link for downloading the PDF, so you can read about it yourself. Okay. Yep. Now, this policy is not just about um, wireless. It's about wired. You're saying, like... Um, Which one? The new one? No. It's the, spe the Spectrum is for wireless. Complete. They're not looking at wired access, okay. like DSL or anything like that. The Spectrum plan... Uh, at least the good news that the Telecom Authority has in its new proposal has basically said 2.4 and 5.8 is license-free. You can use it for any any purpose whatsoever. So at least that is very, you know, simplifies everything. And it, at least it uh, it's a, it looks a lot more structured. It makes yeah. more sense. This plan. It's That's right. Yeah. At least it. Uh, yeah. At least okay. because it doesn't have yeah. these you know strange restrictions or if you within your premises or not. Nothing like that. Thank okay, goodness. Okay. Simple, uh, simple. It's, it's and let's say someone does some drive-by hacking or some crap like that. Well, that's like, a... That's a, a come no, no. Well, that's a, diff down. that's a different... That's a different thing entirely. Okay. That's... Theoretically, that could fall under Computer Misuse Act. Okay. Because they talk about uh, breaking into networks and I guess a Wi-Fi network constitute... Well, it is a network. <laughs> so... Um, so, but the Telecom Authority has it on their website. I uh, don't know about, com I think the, it's closed for comments, but hey, you can go there, check it out, download the PDF. Oh, the, co the comments are closed? Too late? Well, hey, if you, I'm, sure, if you, I'm sure if you have something very important, I'm sure, you, I'm, sure, I'm sure, I, I, hey, I'm sure the Telecom Authority will be welcome to hear, so oh, hear okay. your comments, regardless. All right. <laughs> well, I haven't read it myself, so I can't say too much about it, but I guess go read it, make sure, see where the government is trying to <laughs> you. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not do, you? No, no, I won't say that. The comments included in this podcast are not necessarily those <laughs> of Trinidad Computer Society. Good point, Mike. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of government, uh, the government released the uh, uh, the Ministry of Public Administration and Information released the uh, Internet Bandwidth Management Proposal document. You know, I have to say, it's a very unusual document. Um, it's a fairly fairly lengthy report. About All right, so it's a report. It's not a bill or no. It's really a proposal how how it well how bandwidth should be managed. And by internet bandwidth, we're talking about uh, the cost of external bandwidth to, to connect to to the outer. Well, okay. Yeah, this is a strange thing. Basically, they're saying the cost of external bandwidth, you know, connections to mm -hmm. well, typically the U.S. Uh, and the hosting of our, of content outside of Trinidad and Tobago is detrimental to the local economy. 
and it's a hurdle, and we, and and that's the reason why it's a hurdle of to e-commerce and now, content development and to the, the success of the government's fast forward initiative. Now, this is interesting because I mean. Everywhere else in the world, it's a market decision. Someone, Correct. Someone's going to think, hey, I, if I could put servers here in Trinidad and host host it and people will realize, hey, it's cheaper to host here, it will happen. Yeah. But most people realize, you know, it, you're wasting your time. Do it in the States or whatever. There are four letters, T-S-T-T. Okay. But, I mean, regardless, I mean, whether... I mean, if it's TSTT or some other provider comes along later on, like um, the cable company, no one, no one wants to buy, let's say, rack servers and put it in their house or start a business doing this thing. Um, because right now there is one company that has all of that sewn up. <laughs> and they're pretty much calling the prices, aren't they? That's right. Um, because after now it's a criticism in the document. Uh, we, we we solicited, we had several meetings and. We also put submitted comments to them about the about the service, so you can just basically ha just draw, draw allow it to a rectangle on the screen to. What the, what the proposal was also saying that methods should be taken to reduce to reduce the usage of external internet bandwidth, so that includes um, the hosting, you know, hosting content locally and physically in Trinidad and Tobago, okay, and and this will allow you know act as a catalyst for use of local content and. You know, and and also they talk about even Creative Commons. Uh, I have to say, what that that was, that was a, a, a surprise to me. You know, uh, gov you know, a government document talking about Creative Commons and so on. Uh, I can't say yeah. they've been they've been reading us. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, so yes, acting as a catalyst for local content being released under Creative Commons and for the marketing of proprietary content, to create a robust foundation for e-business, e-commerce. And for the act as a catalyst for use of local content-based services such as data warehousing and telemedicine. Now, I must admit, I mean, we keep hearing about, um, I guess, more local content being hosted locally, right? Um, now, it's only good if, if let's say, we have more locals accessing these websites Correct. than foreigners, right? Correct. What what websites would you be talking? The only ones I can think of right off the head, off the top of my head, are. Uh, government websites, you know, um, mm -hmm. but most most everybody is like a Hotmail, uh, a Gmail. You, you have a few TST, you have your TSTT, but I think those are ho hosted abroad. But ah, for Paul, I think what what the document was attempting to say well, hey, the reason why because you know it is not enough compelling local content, and if you ha if you have content hosted locally, well, then you would be then be accessing that content, and therefore not, and therefore because of that, you'll be using less external bandwidth. Actually, what I was talking about is, is Robert. I think TSTD has local. Um, they do have local mail accounts. Local, have, okay. Yeah, TSTD has local hosting, but mm -hmm. it's it's not it's not competitive. And right. I think that's really the, ultimately. I think that's the bottom line here. If you want to do quick local hosting facilities, if you look just you have just, to get cheap DSL connection. Well, if you want to do your own hosting. A nice even, cheap T1 into somewhere, you know? Okay, not even that. I okay. mean, you have to look at things like, you know, it has been a, a, a secure facility, you know. Flooding, you earthquakes, know, hurricanes. It has to have generators. Electricity. 
Yeah, you know, has to have a UPS. You have to have that DNS that's up, was it 99.9%, whatever. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, it's physical infrastructure has to be there. It's not just a internet connection, you know. It's, you have to maintain that in and maintain that 24-7. So, in other words, what you're saying is that it, it probably makes better sense for us to find out whether it's feasible to be worrying about all this other stuff before we actually say, hey, this needs to be done within the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean the thing is, is that you know, the, you know, the, the idea that you know, because we're not hosting locally, is that that's why quantum doesn't be created. And I think that's a little bogus. Nowadays, especially now with blogs and wikis and so on, and you know, you can upload videos and you know, on, on various websites like YouTube. And Whoa, I like, I like this video. payment systems like PayPal. Didn't PayPal lock out Trinidad or something? It's because our banking sector doesn't facilitate. Yeah, you know, yeah. So pay, I'm seeing here, if there was an easier method to accept payments from credit cards and. Pay- payment systems like PayPal, e-commerce would improve and there'd be more businesses. But right now I'm hearing PayPal has blocked us off already, mm-hmm. you know. Um, the cost of web hosting is it's relatively cheap overseas. Yeah, yeah. You know, government is also getting, you know, taxes on, you know, bandwidth from on, from VAT. And if, if businesses have used the internet to increase their sales, well, I'm sure there's, there's taxes there as well. So, I mean, we're still back to the, the same thing about cheaper internet access. Let's say let's say I wanted to set up a, a server farm. I've got to look at um, a high-speed T1 into my place, and it's got to be up 99.9% of the time, mm-hmm. which I can't get. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, we're hearing cackles of. This is from the, from the company that that says that, that told one of my friends that you can get DSL up in Fort George, and they forgot to check the lines after it was raining because when it rains, there's water in the lines mm-hmm. and DSL dies. Mm-hmm. Well, it's as it would. We don't even know what the true cost local ISPs are paying for bandwidth. I mean, the list uh, prices say that TSTT is charging for external bandwidth. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what it's, you know, it's the actual true cost or whether, you know, is it, is it a case that TSTT is, um, because it has a monopoly, it has a monopoly on fiber landing in a, on the island? If you have one person providing the internet for everybody and um, you, you are forced to go through these people, they they can set the price at any amount of what, yeah. and they can give you if they if they're giving you poor service you got to take it you know um, and mm-hmm. at least with foreign hosting you can say okay well TSTT I don't really want to have to deal with you I will just go abroad but you you, yeah. you cannot set up your own server farm locally I yeah mean. and I mean uh, and ultimately you know you, you, you when you're putting up something on the web you want everybody to access it not just Trinidadians mm-hmm. or Tobagonians you want people all over the world so I mean. If something becomes very popular in Trinidad mm-hmm. and people people outside want to want to access it, you know, you still need external bandwidth. So, you know, I don't think you could really reduce it oh. even. There was something. Uh, there was a point I was raising er, raising earlier. Like, um, let's say I want to send an email from Carablink to Wow or from Wow to TSTT. The, That's the, right. The major ISPs. Um, it has to be. It has to be sent all the way to America and then it's sent all the way back. Correct. And if if that internet connection is down, well, no mail's going anywhere. Correct. You know. All right. True. And even if I want to send an email to Tobago. Right. All right. Now, technically, and in fact, no, Maggie, the proposal does work, does talk about that, and it says, you know, well, what what should happen is that local ISPs should pay towards a, uh, what do you call an IXP, an internet uh, access point. Local ISPs could pay and save that transmission from going up to the states and coming back down. Yeah, no, I mean this. This could have been done a long time. Ago. And but it's not being done now, right. because I imagine just as how we have the same interconnection issues right now, all the independent ISPs have issues with TSTT 
regarding you know the pricing of bandwidth and so forth i think it's extremely unlikely it, basically because it's, it's like interconnection and, and look at the, look at the telecom battles between digicel and and tstt regarding you know what reach for cell phone calls are i imagine it will be just as uh, just a similar scenario for the independent isps you know wanting access to connect to tstt and NT and tstt wanting well hey it will be both parties both parties will be asking for hey, how much should be paid to each other and like you know and it, the connection stuff and you know it's like you know like it was a bit of hassle and I, i imagine for the for the isps obviously but obviously for the isps themselves they figured it wasn't worth the hassle it's just about, well, hey we just have this one cost well everything should up so well, just remember just remember that everywhere else in the world i mean if somebody wants to send a message from let's say uh, the uk to japan at some point it's either going to be traveling through the us or through yes, russia or india or something like that right so whether or not it has to go to the states and then back isn't really yeah, that's the beauty issue. of tcpip i mean if if you can't go one route you go to the next route. right it's great if locally we had that redundancy you know because um i mean if if the local if the international link goes down for whatever reason You know, well, all it all it really takes is for a local company. It doesn't even have to be an ISP. Um, just simply a local company to provide um, a network link between these companies. It's a microwave or whatever. It could be microwave. It could it be could. fiber optic. But I mean, it could be anything. But it, it could be two two people. Yeah, exactly. Cameras. But it could be that simply is just not worth the, the volume of data. It's probably not worth it. To, you know, for, to to go through that expense. You have the I guess a well, a well study has to be done to really decide whether it's feasible to do it. If it's not worth the, the amount of content. I mean email being what to limited to what 2 megs email files from TSTT I think TSTT has a 2 meg file size attachment. Is that a file size or is the mailbox 2 megs? I don't know I haven't used TSTT many years. All right Mike. I really should have looked at you. <laughs> but but uh, you know I I you might be right maybe it's 2 megs maybe it's 5 It's it's a very small amount. So I mean, I mean, if 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 let's say it's a thousand emails a day between my ISP and your ISP. Yeah, that's right. Maybe then they could. They should and maybe it's on the order of a hundred megs, or maybe um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a point where you realize, hey, maybe if yeah. it, at least it'd get there faster if we could do, we could do it through mm-hmm. Wi-Fi or. But I mean, definitely not a phone line. All right, but I mean. I mean, I don't know. I, well, I have, we have no. Again, we we, we don't really have any stats two, two stats on say how many each of the independent ISPs have in terms of numbers. But I think it's safe I to say. Even, if you look at our company's email, we we couldn't. We, it'd be interesting to look at it. But I think most of our emails go abroad, anyways. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm. But coming back to the email, I'm sure it's safe to say that TSTT has the bulk of email accounts mm-hmm. in terms of email traffic, yeah, right? Yeah. The, the independent ISPs and you know have complaints with TSTT. You know, like you know the Smart Choice program. The fact that a lot of the independent okay, ISPs have already resorted to satellite bandwidth. For folks who are just who 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 are, are not aware what the Smart Choice program does, uh, it actually puts a surcharge on telephone calls to ISPs. That is to say, if you have a independent ISPs, independent ISPs. If, if you if your ISP is not TSTT and you have a dial-up connection with them. Uh, TSTT actually charges a per minute charge a, a per minute charge differently than if you were with them or 
they offer were, you if, a toll free. Or if you were not on their smart choice program. So we do find this a, a little bit, um, maybe not deceptive, but. Um, unfair? Yeah, I think it's unfair. I think that's probably the best way of yeah. putting it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If they can't resolve those issues, how are they going to resolve interconnection? The, now, the only thing I find is a problem if I send an email from, let's say, Wow to TSTD, sometimes it may take an hour. The mm -hmm. email to get there. I don't know if it's WOW has a problem or TSTT, but you know. Is it? It doesn't have to be a big email. Is, is it possibly to do with spam filtering and that sort of thing, and rather rather than rather than actual delivery time? I, I, I'm not, not, I'm not mm. sure. <laughs> but um, you know, you're just sending a small email from someone from here to there. You think you're thinking it wouldn't take long, but of course there is satellite uplinks and whatever. I don't know, because, I mean, well, I don't know. It's an hour. It's an hour, yeah, two hours. Well, my experience has been that TSTT tends to bounce meals of any size. Right. Once, it's, once it's on attachment, they will I get great difficulty in sending it. <laughs> okay, well, if, I've noticed if, if, if it's small enough attachments, it's usually not a problem sending to someone with TSTT. But what I have noticed is that um, once the person's, uh, with, as with anyone, once the person's account and their mailbox is full, of course it'll bounce. Um, and TSTT has it set kind of low. I think it's still at two megabytes yeah. per mailbox. I think that's what you were asking some time ago. I think TSTT has been top dog a little too long. <laughs> We have to stop with the TST. You know, it's it's getting our blood pressure. Yeah, you know, no, this is, this take is, some breaths here. This is, this is good fun. You know, it's, it's good the fun. only way we can get back at them. <laughs> well, Mike, anyway. Yeah, uh, take that TST. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you can okay, you can read about the internet. <laughs> but you can go out to the web, to the uh, to the fast forward website to see to read the the, the proposal document, and you can read our comments. It's also read our comments, which we also posted on our website. Okay, so um, find out how you can make a difference. <laughs> okay, um, um, but hold on, hold on. If, on. So I, I guess let's say let's say we have the wonderful backbone. Uh, I guess what what we have to. They want to set up this backbone, right? Uh, I originally well. thought the government would probably lay down this fiber optic backbone and say, "Hey, ISPs, all join this, and uh, we'll monitor." That's right. You know, that, to me, that's you know, the Internet Management Document doesn't even mention that. You know, it kind of says, "Well, the ISPs should pair together and like government stands off and just let them sort it out." That's right. Which, which means they're not going to. Really yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not going to. Um, you know, try to remember that. The government owns 51% or 52% or something like that of oh. one particular ISP. Yeah, TSTT. So one of the point I'm making is that <laughs> if, if they, they lay down this infrastructure... When hell freezes th over. They're Sorry. more likely to want you to use the ISP that they own. It could be. That could be. That's a good point. I mean, I'm not saying... I mean, regardless, if TSTT says, okay, well, here's a DSL link to WOW, and here's a DSL link to CabLink, and here's a DSL right. link to um, Opus even, and bang, everyone can then share... And while you restrict, well, any mails that are not from WOW or from whatever, we, we block in. Okay, now, start like that. you're talking about basically a, a local internet interconnection, and that is and yeah. that is just simply for um, for local mail going from one local ISP to another ISP, yeah. not necessarily, and, and basically local traffic. Well, we could start there, um, and if, if well, you move up to a local web access to, let's say, TSTT's websites or WOW's websites or Carablink's websites, you, you don't want to let them uh, hit hit your internet bandwidth because that, that's expensive. But if this is cheap enough and fast enough, 
why why not? Let let it happen. You know, I don't know if it's going. You know, I doubt it'll ever happen. No, well. I mean, to me, what really should happen is that, you know, if the government is very serious about, you know, broad, you know, broadband penetration and all that kind of stuff, it has to treat, you know, you know, inf internet infrastructure just like it treats, you know, electricity, you know, water, roads, you know, that kind of, that kind of, you know. That being said, I mean, if you wait a few more years, YMAX is going to come out. Yeah. And bang, this is going to be like a non-issue, I feel, but... Right, right. Can we make YMAX hurry up and make it a non-issue now? We'll have to wait and see. We'll just give mm -hmm. it some time. But I mean, it's coming, you know. Someone's going to throw up a tower and says, I'm going to blanket the 50-mile radius of the country with one bloody tower. And bang, YMAX. You know, and that's it. Well, speaking of which... Uh, you know, I must admit, well, one last thing. I mean, sure. <laughs> if government, if you wait long enough, the technology is going to happen, you know. So I guess, you know, you can ignore whatever that's going to happen. It is going, it's yeah. going to happen. You can't yeah. stop it. Mm. Okay. They're going to try to regulate it like, oh, we want to regulate Wi-Fi, and then bang, you know, who cares? The technology came along and... People know. are using it. And what's it easy enough to use? I guess that's, that's really the ultimate, and it's low cost. And I mean, you know, if you go to every mall, they have these things on sale, you know. Um, oh, well, all the computer stores, yeah. Yeah. Is it, too late. You, 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 you can't control it now. I, it's impossible. I don't know if the government's going to drive around with little walkie-talkies and pay you. But, you know, so, I mean, this thing about internet bandwidth, if the market happens, it's going to happen. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it, they won't be able to stop it. You know, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. uh, that being said, we're going to have some more internet providers come on stream. Uh, is it Flow? That's right, uh, the cable you know, company. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if they can offer internet access cheaper than TSDT, we don't know. And vice versa, TSDT is off going into the cable business. So, you know. Okay, right. So, we, we saw that they handled the telecommunications side of things so well. Um, hey, we're hoping, Mike, we're hoping oh, with sarcasm there. And, and, and hey, we're Mike, really hoping Mike, that yeah, TST is making lots of money here, you know. For as far as the shareholders are concerned, they're doing a great job. Okay, that's because there is no <laughs> other fixed line provider in the country yet. But I mean, there are other options as far as video goes. So if mm. they're going to try, if they really think that, you know, they're going to make a big impact on the video market, the, the television, yeah. video, entertainment, market internet you know this is weird um, you know i see all these radio all these tv stations opening up and uh, on on my cable channel and i'm like and at home I we mean, watch dvds anyway or i just watch tv6 for the news and and, and the rest and is american tv shows anyway so well what do you mean what where was local content come on are you serious um, you're not going to be watching the parliament channel <laughs> yeah yeah like a soap opera you know <laughs> but i mean as you say parliament channel uh, we have several music channels Mm -hmm. um, I haven't really watched Channel 4, but um, so no, I, don't well, know, I don't know what TSTT is going to bring to the table. It's going to bring, what, more channels, the same HBO, Cinemax. And all. 24 hours of TSTT advertising. No, no, no. Hey, actually, no, but you see, it'll be the same power play as, you know, in, you have internet access, you get your phone calls and your cable, and it's all on one bill. The difference is that the cable company has stuff you actually want. Actually, that one, one last. Ah, but hold on. Is this happening in other places? I mean, can can the same telephone cable bring you all that? Or they have to install 
a piece of fiber optic into your house. No, they what they said is that they're going to be running uh, fiber optic in fiber optics into your neighborhood, okay. and then there is a converter that will split off. I think about a hundred. Um, I think is it a hundred mm-hmm. or so. Well, I mean, like, like okay, subscribers, well, and you'll have copper running into your house. All right, but I mean, is this the same piece of copper we we all been, we all know, or is this yes. going to be yeah. uh, some at, fancy at, new piece of? At copper? this stage, yes, it's going to be a regular, the regular um, two wire. Yeah, regular coax cable that they're using right now. No, no, well, coax is the cable company. Mm-hmm. Yes. What what TSTD runs at our house now is a is a two oh, uh, I have no sixteen idea. I, I have no idea. I, I'm not really privy to TSTD's fantasies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking they're going to have to run a new piece of wire into your house. Um, maybe it is coax. Maybe it's. I think it's going to be fiber optic because I don't. Yeah, but perhaps we, perhaps we should invite someone from TSTD on the podcast to talk oh, about okay. to talk about that. But no, it would be interesting to see like no, how no. how other companies in the rest of the world do this. You know? Well, it's all coming on on it is it is also coming to physically one cable everything phone in, in places. Well, I mean, you know, you know, like like in Canada, Rogers uh, Cable, correct? It's it's still a piece of coax, correct? Right? Now, I I've never heard of phone companies offering the same services that cable companies do. Well, I understand, but yeah, so but I mean, I guess here's here's different. Um, well, not not that difference, but I'd be interested to see, um, like as you say, British Telecom or AT and T, and see how they do it. Now, time you have companies like Time Warner or AOL, and I mean, I, don't know I mean, it's not it's not that that hard. I mean, um, I mean, all all TST has is this part. I'm sure they probably have a partnership. You can go in a partnership with some other third party. You know, to help to help them with it, with this part. Maybe it might even be wireless. You know, maybe coming through the air. You know, so. I just wanted to know what the last mile was going to be. Hey, well, like I said, we could probably invite someone from TSTT um, to to talk with us about that technology. Mm-hmm. But they have, yeah. but right now they have not said anything publicly, as far as I know, uh, concerning what what the last mile is going to be. Okay, okay let's see. The next topic: uh, future TTCS meetings. Um, let's see. Well, what's happening is that uh, Pizza Hut and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I they, mean need, they need they need to look, look, look. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, t- t- we've had a good relationship for a while with them, and somehow I guess they've they've changed they've, the the manager in that in that particular um, Pizza Hut's changed. And um, is, is that, are you saying that we could go other Pizza Huts and I don't get know. through? I don't no, uh, no. Apparently, um, apparently, what's happened is a policy uh, change. Let me let's, let me see what it is. Apparently, the cost of going to of eating a pizza a pizza hut was is going to go up. To you know, normally if you ever use the party room deal or whatever, it used to be four hundred. Uh, what was it? Four fifty. And you will get you know four pit, four pizzas, twenty soft, four pitchers of soft drink, twenty ice creams for four fifty. But now it's 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 going up to like five hundred and twenty five dollars. Um, now they used to have a nice area and which you didn't have to pay for. At, right, and they're going to charge they're going to charge for that as well. Or well, a when we went, it didn't even exist anymore. They broke right. up all the tables and cleaned out all the, all the chairs. Yeah. So like they don't offer that anymore. If they want, they're forcing you to use the party room. Or you can go and use the booths if you want, but that yeah. you know. That so so yeah. So unfortunately, the price is the price is just a little too high, and especially if for, at five hundred twenty-eight dollars. I mean, 
I mean, given, I mean, it's just pizza and, and, you know, it's not even like, I have to see, I have to see, you know, I have to admit, just the simplest things that, you know, that make a bit difference, like, you know, selection of ice creams and all that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? wow, yes. I think we <laughs> had, had choice choice of, what was it? We had vanilla and strawberry as our choices. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, not, it's not even right. like a, it's not even like a wide variety. Resting holding rules, you have two flavors of ice cream. And now, I mean, that being said, I mean, you're putting out pizza, but... Do do you have? Did we have a? Do we have a choice anywhere else? Yeah, we have choices. We, put, yeah, we, have choices. we, we just settled on Pizza Hut because it was a rather good was, uh, choice up it was, until it now. It was good while it lasted. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I have to say that. I yeah. mean, it, they, they made the pizza line. We it, it became established, and it yeah. worked out. Yeah. And, I, and I would like you, to think in the future. For yeah, those of you interested, uh, go go to uh, Google, type in pizza line, and you'll you'll get a link to our web page. Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess that this is for anybody listening to on the, on the podcast. We, that menu. We, 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 yeah. We, well, we, what, what we can say, however, is that um, for good pizza, one we can recommend Papa John's. Um, <laughs> I believe one of the franchisees is the original founder of Pizza Hut, and he is a Papa John's. He's now a Papa John's franchisee back in the states, and the pizza mm-hmm. tastes good. Mario's. Mario's has. Party rooms at a very affordable cost. Okay. Much less than five hundred dollars. Yeah, really. So you might, you might go and you get that. and you get the party room for three hours as opposed to two hours. Now, hold on the party room because mo- most most Mario's don't have a party room. That's right. There's only a certain certain venues. I think Valcine, Saint Augustine. Uh, there's a third venue and I can't remember it right now. Okay. But you know, so most likely you're gonna probably try Mario's. Sometime. Yeah, but yeah, probably for, probably for our next uh, pizza line. Okay. The only but, other thing with them was like the parking. Well, Valsine, this is Val, well, this is Valsine parking, Valsine shopping and, and plaza. I, I mean, that's oh, okay, Valsine shopping plaza. Okay, yeah, I mean, cool. that's, yeah, yeah, that's plenty. And remember that that you know, Pizza Hut Roxy didn't exactly have fantastic parking. You have to admit, Paul, yeah. in the last few months either. So. Uh, I mean, I mean, you know, I know with all the construction, it was madness. But most when we used to was still is it still is yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, but I mean, hey, you know, I mean, you, but you're right, Paul. I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a unfortunate. I'll just, I'll just put it that way. But um, okay, I said, anybody has any suggestions for? Uh, actually, what could? Because what alternative that could be done is basically we can just, if we can go by a, a place and just but have them take chairs and tables and we order food from anywhere, and just bring it to, and just have our meeting that way. And we're yeah. trying to aim at about twenty to twenty-five dollars. Yeah, we don't want to try to. We don't want to raise the cost too how much because then. But yeah, we want to keep it relatively low cost. That well, said, not, you'd say Mario's. Mario sounds like a good idea. Yeah, so we might try Mario's for in the short term. And but again, if you have any suggestions, send send an email to admin at ttcsweb.org for any alternative. Uh, you know, eating restaurants, eating other. Other places. Please bear in mind, it does need to be somewhere practical, somewhere not too far from a highway. Um, you know, Mayaro is not a good idea. Hey, you never know. We might have a Mayaro beach line, actually. Uh, yes, but would you like to try getting to Mayaro on a Wednesday evening? Okay, good point. Goodbye, Pizza Hut. Yeah. Regarding the Mac meeting, um, Mike, I think our, our next meeting is going to be on, on Mac OS. Uh, uh, any feedback on that yet? Or? No. Uh, well, we, I think um, one of the key people we wanted to talk to was at the developers' conference. And, okay. Um, hopefully, in a few days, I'll be able to. He should be back in the country, and I'll be able to, to speak with him and see whether he can. Well, find out whether or not he actually got a developers' version of of Leopard, which is a new version of of the Mac OS. 
and um, whether he would mind showing it to us. So we right. want to find that out first. But for the Great. moment, it looks like it might be August 26th. Great. And actually, uh, also an uh, upcoming meeting we're going to be doing is our Software Freedom Day, which is September 16th, 2006. So um, keep checking the website. And if you're on the mailing list, you'll get me notified as to what what sort of activities we're going to be planning for that day. And if you want to help, I think I'll also that's all. Probably also that's also a bigger thing here, you know. Oh, that being said, Max, uh, you know, a little small. They're not like PCs, you know. We don't have to walk on monitor. You know, it's like little, oh. <laughs> little, you know, a little something like about three feet high and not even like two feet high. And yeah, yeah. You, know, you can carry it with one hand, you know, easy peasy. <laughs> so, but so actually, but. Going back to the thing about uh, help, you know, because uh, we, you know, we, we welcome. Actually, I think you could say take this as a call for help of sorts, and that you know we welcome people, uh, you know, uh, we, in assisting us. You know, if you want to have a suggestion for meetings, if you have an idea for, if you're well versed in a particular hardware or software, hey, and you know, you do a meeting on it. Yeah, email us, and you know, we we will make it happen. You know, yeah, make it happen. Okay. I see someone was pointing out TTCS Oswin CD. Yes. yes. Uh, if anyone, anyone wants to help with the TTCS Oswin CD. Yes. Um, right. If anybody wants to suggest as to how we can get people from selling the TTCS Oswin CD, which apparently one enterprise in which and yeah, in the U.S. has decided. Yeah, to. we just discovered this today just as we were researching this uh, podcast. Um, um, but it's, it's good enough. It's good enough to be sold. Um, granted, it is Creative Commons, but um, if you or your organization wants to get on board one of, if not the best, collection of open source <laughs> software for Windows that you can, in fact, give away to schools, educational institutions, non-profit organizations. Yeah. Um, drop us an email. Drop us, give us a telephone call. Yeah. Well, preferably email. <laughs> yeah. and email, please, yes. We'll see what we can do. Um, apparently, we've been highlighted in a... Download squad? Grassroots PC Fair in Malaysia as well. Okay. Um, we've been highlighted on downloadsquad.com. We've been highlighted on MSN Germany. We've also been highlighted on PC Magazine. Or is it PC World? PC Magazine. But that was much earlier. Let, let's face it. Over 6,000 people outside of Trinidad know about this, this collection of software, and very few people in Trinidad are actually... Good job we don't have bandwidth management here in Trinidad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a good example of, you know, of, of what would how much better it would be if we'd had the bandwidth to, to, to host this locally. But the bottom line is that, you know, a lot of people in other parts of the world have recognized this as being a good collection of software uh, produced by the Trinidad and Tobago Computer Society. And um, maybe if you're a local listener, maybe you should um, check it out. Check it out. Yeah, you know, email you us. Can if, you, if, you, and if you don't have the broadband, then you can buy it from us. Yep. And um, I you, think can, you can collect it at any meeting. At any uh, future meeting, so if you want to email me or email me, and we could, we could probably try to work something out. And that's admin at ttcsweb.org. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, just, but just, but just to jump into the stats, um, uh, the chip.de magazine, as uh, Richard mentioned, um, they are hosting a BitTorrent of, of of the of the Oswin CD as well, and they have had like uh, within a month, a month alone, with 1,629 downloads. Um, you know, and and I think. Uh, uh, on the other German mirror, freenet.de, um, is, is, it's, a, it's approaching 5,900 downloads of the Oswin CD uh, since, it, since it's first launched. In, well, since they first hosted, hosted the CD in March. 
2006. March 2006, yeah. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, so, so, great. Well, that just shows how bad my math was. I didn't notice. I didn't notice the six, the, the sixteen thousand, well, sixteen hundred and twenty-nine downloads. So that's that's actually close to eight thousand people who who <laughs> done the download. Not not six thousand. Yeah, that's 000. right. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, because I mean, it's been several hundred several hundred people who download our, our official BitTorrent link, and uh, you know, and we have other two or three other mirrors out there that we we don't even have the stats for. You know, oh, yeah. that yeah, because one is a Utah State from Utah University, <coughs> and um, the other the other one. Let me just get the name properly. Maybe we could. Yeah, Utah State University Cyber. Yeah, and, yeah, and uh, my home my mirrors dot home Linux dot org. Um, you know who graciously you know put you know, offer the offer the mirror the ISO. Now that being said, the next thing we're thinking of, if I don't know if we'll ever get around to it, is a DVD. I've been working on the DVD version of it. Okay. Um, more software, the, actually, more the problem, games. Yeah, the problem isn't so much the more software and putting on more games. Actually, it's it's a problem is of course restructuring the inter- interface a little bit. Um, okay. Because right now, um, right now, we, well, I guess, you have to. I guess you have to really see the screenshots to really appreciate that what the interface is right now. It's a top-down menu of all the list of programs, and the problem is, and I think we're even approaching the limit right now with the CD, is that. If you have too many programs, it starts, you know, scrolling off the page so that you have to like scroll down. Oh right, right. when you click on the link and, and a new and a yeah. and the box opens. That's up. right. And it just it drives it like a, it's like a drop down menu and it drops down. I right now it's screen. it's going right off the yeah for the utilities and so on. We you know it's so after okay. I figure out a way to yeah, redo the interface. What you could do is probably do an A to Z or A to M and N to Z. Yeah, but you, yeah, you could. But that's oh, not that's not that's not elegant. I have to. I, I want to. Try, I have an idea for it. Is this? I don't know how to. I don't know how to imp- quite implement it right now in uh, okay. on a web web page right yet. But I think I, I, I think I could get to it. So, so why not describe it and, and then maybe <coughs> maybe somebody out there has uh, the programming skills and can contact you with, okay. with a way of actually doing what you wanted to do. Okay, basically. What I want basically is um, you have the categories on the left side of the screen, and when you ha- when you click on the when you click on that, the web page is basically the, all the program names uh, is like a uh, listed horizontally. More columns. Yeah. Well, not really more columns, but basically listed horizontally like that. Um, by that, so 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 you have the categories. You know the you know desktop applications, uh, educational. Games, the, the different program categories is on the left side, but instead of it, instead of it, when you click on the category, it expands to a drop-down list. Mm-hmm. Basically, the drop-down is more instead of a vertical drop-down list, it's a horizontal drop-down list. So, in, okay, you just wanted to slide out, slide out to the right. Yeah, horizontally, rather than. Wouldn't that be more just JavaScript programming? But at the same time, I'd want to make it too complex with the JavaScript because then you have to start worrying about browsers and you know, you know, that, that's those kind of stuff. Well, I mean, I mean, anyone who's who's really you know net savvy has been using Firefox. Uh, or, I know, or, but or Safari. But has anyone ever not tested? Is anyone actually using Internet Explorer? Out there? Unfortunately, Mike. Unfortunately, Mike. There are lots of people who use Internet yeah, Explorer. Lots of sufferers out there. Those poor souls. You know, um, as our web stats show. <laughs> IE is, is still very popular. No, IE is still very used as the default. 
Okay, so, I'll put it that way, I guess. You know, it's still the default browser. Which is so. why you should get the Osmin CD and get Firefox. Yes. Oh, I'll download the Firefox. Oh, I'll yeah, download yeah, Firefox. Yeah. Getfirefox.com. That's right. It's going to make your computer a lot safer, mm -hmm. especially if you've got a PC so? running Windows. And, I mean, once you've learned the tabs. Yep. You can't go back. You can't go back. <laughs> so, but so that's that's why I have to really work on the interface. But it's not so much programs. I think we have a good idea of what programs to go on it. And in fact, I think we can easily fill the, a DVD of it of software because there's a lot of great software out there. Right now, in fact, we can't even put software on the CD right now because they're so big. The files the files are just too big to put on physically on the CD. So uh, that's about it. Anything in terms of our topics? Huh. That being said, if you have any topics we want to talk about here, in yeah. Give us drop us an email. That's Admin. Right. At ttcsweb.org. Okay. Okay. Um, thanks, for, thanks again for listening to us to our podcast. Again, if you have any comments or suggestions, um, questions, please send an email to admin at ttcsweb.org. Thanks for listening and bye for now. <laughs>